I'm Ron Harrigan, and this is a Fulcrum Strategies Healthcare Update. COVID-19, the second wave. You know, I wrote a blog post on March 23rd about COVID-19 and the concerns for what could happen in the future. That was just over three months ago, but it, it seems like forever ago. On March 23rd, we had 34,000 cases in this country, and our daily case count was increasing by about 9,000 per day. The country was just starting to shut down in an effort to flatten the curve. Predictions of over a million people being infected were widely debated, as some people predicted the worst, while others felt things were being way overstated. In fairness, and with a keen understanding that hindsight is always 2020, we really didn't know much back then. In the last three months, we've learned a great deal about this virus. We've done some great things, as well as some not so great things. So let's look at where we are today and how we got here. From March 23rd to April 23rd, we saw increases in daily case count as this country struggled to get control of virus spread. By the end of April, we seemed to get things under control and the new daily cases started to come down from a peak of about 34,000 cases a day. We all started feeling good about our successes at flattening the curve. By early June, we had reduced the daily new case number to less than 20,000. With all this good news, states started reopening and reducing restrictions. Unfortunately, it appears now that some of them jumped the gun a little bit and removed too many restrictions. That, combined with some COVID fatigue by the general public, seems to have given this virus new life, like a blast of air can give to a fire. Yesterday, we set a record with over 50,000 new cases in one day. Earlier this week, Dr. Fauci testified before a Senate committee that he's worried about new case count exceeding 100,000 per day in the near future if we don't do something now. There's some good news in all of this. Our healthcare delivery system has once again risen to the challenge and has done a great job of protecting Americans from their biggest threat, themselves. With this spike in new cases, we have not seen a corresponding spike in the fatality count. Our average daily fatality count peaked on May 7th at over 2,300 per day. On July 1st, that number was down to just over 500 per day. Now, some of that is a result of the spike in younger people contracting the virus, but much of it is a reflection of how our healthcare professionals have continued to improve their understanding of the virus and how to treat it once somebody gets sick. I think we can all agree that they are truly the heroes in all of this. So here we are looking at a second wave of the virus that could be worse than the first. Yes, our healthcare system has made great strides in treating this virus, but they are also on the brink of being overloaded in states like Florida and Texas. So what should we do? All right, to begin, Let's start focusing on what's productive and give up some of the unproductive discussions that seem to be politically motivated. Newsflash, folks, the virus is neither Republican nor Democrat, and our discussions about it shouldn't be politically biased. Can we all agree on some simple facts here? Yes, the virus is worse than the flu. No, it's not some kind of conspiracy. No, the numbers being reported are not overstated. If anything, they're understated. Yes. Wearing masks in public does help control the spread of the virus. Okay, on that last one, can we all also agree that the failure to wear a mask while in public is not only irresponsible, but it's also disrespectful of others 
and disrespectful to those healthcare workers on the front line of this fight. This is not an issue of personal rights. It's an issue of public safety and concern for your friends, family, and the rest of your community. I, for one, am tired of people debating this. Let's move on. All right, the main thing we can do is be part of the solution, not the problem. Hey, how about this for a change? Let's not worry about what a given politician or elected official does or says. We, we can be part of the solution to this problem. We need to take an active role in fighting this virus. That means paying attention to very intelligent experts that are available to us. That means following the advice of some gifted physicians and really practicing intelligent social distancing and precautions. Just because something is allowed in your state or area doesn't mean it's safe or intelligent. Practice some common sense here and let's help get this virus back under control. If we take control of this and bend that curve back down, it'll be better for all of us. If we aren't willing to do these simple things and do them without turning it into a political discussion or a discourse on constitutional law, then we have no one to blame but ourselves when our hospitals get overloaded, people die, and the politicians are left with no other choice but to shut things down again. Hey, it's up to you and me. It's up to you and me to get things back on track. Let's not blow this, okay? Thank you, and as always, be safe and be well.